4: 57 on Vsin the sports betting network yeah.
3: Okay, Lombardi Line, v the the Betty Network. Maybe we should have Michael Lombardi, of course, Patrick Maher here live from Super Bowl 57. Maybe we should have the esteemed guests lead off the show here. Are you ready? You should ready? do that, but welcome. Nice to have Chris you. Russo, of course. <laughs> we'll start. High Heat, host of High Heat, right? That's where yeah, we'll, we'll start you. <laughs> Yeah. High Heat, which is going to be in one hour against you guys on the MLB Network. How of course, that? the legend, as I would say, probably outside of Michael Lombardi, the Q rating around the Phoenix, my, this guy right here, Chris Here's Russo. So.
5: I'm going to tell you about our little pal
4: to your right, yeah, Patrick. little pal. Fat pal. Uh, let me
5: tell you something right now. You talk about a competitive SOB. <laughs> no, you are. Oh, no. Wait, okay, oh, let's no. get into it. No no, let's get, no, 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 no. When I have a good... Uh, pick week with Eddie, him. Eddie, help me here. And Eddie, he's having come on. a bad pick week. Oh, Get the lines right, Eddie Erickson.
4: <laughs> Give me the numbers.
5: Erickson, oh, boy. Erickson oh, boy. No,
6: Michael,
4: would you like to rebut? Oh, my this guy—he is. I went three and oh one week. He went zero oh three. And when it came out on the air, I thought excuses. I didn't win Excuses, yeah, like excuses. Uh, you barely, barely won. I struggled a little bit. <laughs> it,
5: could you imagine being in the Ocean City? Was it Jersey or Maryland? <laughs> Jersey. Jersey. Could you be? Could you? Uh, imagine being the Ocean City household <laughs> over Christmas dinner when Denver's oh. getting murdered by the Rams, <laughs> and he had Denver confident that they would beat the Rams, and that was the game he needed to beat me. Oh. He didn't get it. Oh, did I enjoy that. Oh, now, yeah. like an idiot, I bet the Broncos that day thinking he knew something, and I was dead wrong. <laughs> and, but I got he to and then he killed and him See for how it. he rubs yeah. it in? So see.
4: Oh, my God. We, we to have to start,
3: Michael, you'll love this. We have to start with logistics. Let's talk about your day yesterday. Of course, Mad Dog Unleashed, uh, Chris Russo, the legend. So, you, obviously your radio show 3 to 6 Eastern. Right. But tell them what you did
5: throughout the day. First I, I take. I had a hard, a hard day Come on, yesterday. Let's go through it. You want to go through yes, the let's day? let's go. Okay. I had a... You want to do local time or Eastern <laughs> time? Everything. Uh, you want to do the, yeah, lo- local. the time's local, local
6: time?
5: Local time. I had to have a meeting at 5.30 <clears throat> local with the first take. Now, I, do it, I, didn't, I didn't want to do it in my room because that wakes everybody up. Right. So I had to get up earlier, get a suit on, because I don't want to do it, go back up to the room. Right, yeah. So I do the meeting at 5.30, and they pick me up at 6. Right. I go to North Scottsdale. Right. So I get this North Scottsdale at about 6.25, no traffic. <laughs> I had to tape two things. Did you see me with the, cap that the cowboy yes, hat yesterday? Yes, was great that was that. With Molly, it was great. So I had to do that, and then we all came out of the limo, to do the intro, which we had taped. And, it, and the thing kept on coming out of uh, Marcus Spears' back pocket. Yeah. So we had to do it three times. So we tape it. We do the show. I do the live segment there at the From end. From the cave. From the cave. I killed Aaron
4: Rodgers, who cheated with the AT&T I know you ta- t- I, I, We should just name him Andy Dufresne, because he's like Andy Dufresne oh, going he's in the he's cave. Oh, he's he,
5: Anyway, so Continue. we do that. And then I... Take a million pictures with all the fans. I get back in the car. They take me to Chase Field. To do his high heat show. So I do the high heat show at Chase Field for an hour, the baseball show. I get there at 12, let's see, local time. I got there at uh, 20 minutes to 11. The show's on at 11. So I do the hour. Then I come here, and Eddie Erickson, my esteemed producer, gets me with Stu Gatz, who's got the podcast. Uh, Right. And then I do KNBR. You were half asleep doing that. And then I do KNBR. Of course. San Francisco. Naturally. That's my That's your team. Giant. That's your team. So I do that. Then I come back, <laughs> and I do the three-hour radio show. I do have Arthur Blank on yesterday and Clark Hunt. That's a nice, two good spots, Two, right? two good spots, right? Good spot. Then after that, I do the NFL podcast, and then at 4.30, I did the NFL Network. Wow. And then I came home. Where'd That's you go a long Did you go sense. eat last
4: night? Where did you go eat last night?
5: Uh, I had a couple cocktails, and I ate in a hotel. I'm there. going to a party tonight. My agent, Montag, are you invited to that?
4: No, I wasn't
5: invited See, to that. See, here's the thing. They only invite was... the winner of the picks. And since <laughs> I won, you didn't get a chance. Because... I'll, be, I'll oh. be there, Chris.
3: So that's the day. So the week has been insane. However, we should go back to Mad Dog Unleashed in the contest. So this has been what? he he's, he's been. Best. He's done a I love done a I great love job. Now, it's you beat him job. the first
5: year. No, he beat me. The first year. He beat me easy. Okay. I happen to win the point thing, which he came up with the 60 points, to 50 points, to 40 points as far as the postseason is concerned. But, and I still owe him two Springsteen tickets. But we, do, we
4: don't. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do yeah, yeah, we're going to do
5: that. we going He's going to nail me on that. we got to go together. Uh, we got to go but, together. But, so I have. Uh, he beat me last year. Well, he's into it. And this is you two. You and uh, Erickson is the one. You know, yep. Why don't you try That's, Mike? He's, it, and he does a great job. He's into it. He's on it. at 5 o'clock on Fridays. I did push him. I did squeeze him one week this year because it was a day Billy I heard about it. So I had a, I had a squeeze, in, which I didn't like to do. Is so I like to keep him on for 25 minutes, 10, 12 minutes on the state of the league, destroy his son with the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> this is a killer. Killer. And then do the picks, and then you know he goes off 527, 528. Oh, it's great. And it's he's great. He's a, he's and he's very good. He's peppy. And here's the thing. He's going to say something, and my audience, which doesn't really, wouldn't have Vieson. Gets to know him a little bit, yeah. And he's great. He is great on the air, and he's Thank not you. afraid. He calls me Christopher, which is the strangest. And you thing call in the world. him Mike, and I told Eddie,
3: I said you have to call him Michael. His name is Michael. You say Mike, Mike, Mike.
5: He calls me Christopher. He never well, calls me because he's former. He calls me Christopher, and he calls me Christopher. Anyway, Christopher, here's the deal. And I let him go, and I let him go. And he's always on a good line, and he's always reliable. But he's very, very pain. He's a pain in the ass with these lines because if he get the lines too early. And I read the lines, and let's say I'm taking a team and the line is seven and a half. And here Chris, Chris, no, no, no. Oh, let's Chris say it's eight friends. and a half. No, Chris, you're getting it's eight, not eight and a half. Right. Mike, does the half a point make that big a deal? Yeah. But he gets mad at Eddie because Eddie doesn't update he doesn't, kills update, he he kills doesn't update the line <laughs> no, properly I never Eddie. at quarter of the five. He's a piece it. of work. He, he's competitive. But he's into and it And that's why it's good. He's competitive. He's into I it. Try
4: to figure out where you're gonna go because you love that T-box. You love oh, that T box Oh, I got the T box. box it's right. unbelievable. I love so I try to figure out where you're going to go, and then I play off of it. Because it's, you know, once you take a team, you can't take the team. And so I, I try to play off it. And you can you go opposite, it.
5: but you can't take the same team I take. And at the end of the year, he's trailing, so yeah. he's got to go opposite yeah, what I and, want to do. That's,
4: that's the killer. But I enjoy it. I, I enjoy I love the competition. I love it. It's fun. And I love the conversation because he's a historian. So, like, yesterday when he, yeah. when he talked about the quarterbacks in the NFL, to me that highlights everything that I talk about in the oh, book. Oh, he was upset about oh. the list. Oh, the list is, the list is a and joke. And he texted me on And I'm this not. is our <laughs> <stuff.
5: laughs> You know, believe it or not, you don't know this. He pre- I should credit him. And he preps me oh, he's for Stephen Hey, Oh, he pre- wow. Oh, did you know that? Tell us. He, te- he texts me on Tuesday. and He says, here, this, this, and this. And sometimes I reach out to him yeah. to get a little update. The Dable thing last year yeah. with the head coaches. So sometimes I say, Mike, what do you got here? So when I go on tomorrow, I don't sound like an idiot. And you know, whether he's right or wrong, who knows? Well, how about when he gave you the college <laughs> plays? When <laughs> he gave you the college plays, you texted him. Oh, you were upset. Oh, he, He's been he killed horrific, you. horrific. He killed horrific. you. Horrific. And he comes up with these weird games. <laughs> well, Mississippi <laughs> State you and Southwest I gave three winners. No, I, I not gave, you winners. gave you three winners. winners. Not, not, that, not that. See, here's the problem. He gives me three winners, but the first one is wrong. <laughs> And then I get <laughs> cold feet for the uh, next two. And the oh, fat guy. Uh, yeah. But we have a lot of. And the fat guy in Rapid is my buddy. So he always asks me, what's Lombardi think, too? Because we use a lot of his. Because he's great. So we use a lot of his suggestions as far as the plays on Sunday. Now I had the worst year in the history of you mankind. Got oh my God, I had a bad year. Terrible. And, and betting.
3: Yes. Oh, God. Well, he fly, the, so his partner flies into the South Points with Vinny and Chris yeah. Andrews. And Are the, you in the
5: contest at no, the South Point? No, I'm not in that. I know the contest. I'm not in that. That's when you pick five games, yeah, a, week. Five yeah. games a week. Yeah, five games a week.
3: So I, I don't care about the Eagles, and I don't care about the Chiefs. Yeah, I feel I, that way. I can't get this into it. This game bothers me. I can't get you into it. Like a, you don't oh, like
5: a know. I hate pick. the game. I, the chi- I'm chiefed out. I'll talk to you about this tomorrow. Okay. I'm chiefed out, and I hate the Eagles.
4: because I got to deal with the Philadelphia fans well the Philadelphia fans are tough my wife flew out here and before the plane crossed the Mississippi the plane was out of alcohol Oh, really? It was out of alcohol. There was nothing on the plane. Can you imagine that? I can't get into right, this
5: it. This is going to be a Philly crowd,
4: too. Oh, it's going to be a Philly you crowd. You think so? Yeah, I think it's going to be a Philly
5: crowd. I think crowd. Kansas City travels. Yeah, not like the Eagles. And, you know, and Kansas City's also been to a couple Super Bowls recently. They haven't been since 17. They've only won the one. They'll be here in droves oh, yeah. from Philadelphia. No you
3: and Mike essentially pioneered whatever we're looking at here. What's the biggest difference with Radio Row, the media, the. I mean, think about it—the confluence of people. This is actually the calmest and the best production. Do you agree with that?
5: Yeah, it's not as as bad. It was was not—it was quiet. The first one I noticed a lot of people was '93 and that was the Buffalo-Dallas game. Maybe it had something to do with the idea that Dallas was in the Super Bowl, sort of a national team. Maybe it had something to do with it was in L.A. That is the first one where I said, geez, look, they put us in a convention center with 10 or 12 other stations. The first one I did was the San Francisco-Denver game, and that was in New Orleans. And we did the show in the hotel lobby at the Hyatt Mm -hmm. across the street. And there was nobody there. Matter of fact you are like this. CBS had the game, and on Tuesday or Wednesday, we had Madden and Summerall. They came by the oh, set. That's incredible. They would wow. never do that today because no, they, no. they get inundated.
4: That's right, yeah. So they
5: came by the set and gave us a hand. I got Summerall sitting next and to us. And you love Summerall. And Summerall, so you know what Summerall told me? This is 1990. I had started six months earlier with Mike. He said, quote, just keep on doing what you're doing. Quote from, uh, from quote, that's a good yeah. quote from Summerall. Oh, Summerall great it. One. Chris, could, and I could hear it in Summerall. his voice.
4: I could hear it in his voice. Just keep doing what you're doing. On, Are he you <laughs> looked
3: at
5: me and he said, Keep on doing what you're but, doing. But
3: you have to bet it. It's one and
4: a half with the if Eagles. If I would bet it, uh, yeah. What is your team? You know, I know you're a giant Packers fan. Packers of the old days. The I Packers. love Lamart. Lombardi. I love Lombardi. He's obsessed with Lombardi. See, I was a I was too, but then when he went to the Washington Redskins, I became a Redskins oh, fan did as you as really? I kept growing up. Really? I, I felt like I needed he to go with win him. He was going to win there, too, before he, he got sick. He sure six. was. He, he was, was going to he he he, he, he win there. He loved
5: Jerkinson. He loved Jerkinson. He was going to win there. He was going to win there. Who would I bet? I probably, it's risky and it spreads too low, because I think the Eagles will have a much better team. I probably will bet the Chiefs bank on Mahomes and bank on Reed with his play calls. You know what I had on yesterday was a good spot? Sack Ernst. Heard him. Heard him. Good spot. Very he good. Said, I'll tell you one thing. I can tell you, like, Philly, this will be a very close game. Yeah, tomorrow, I think it is. Through. Fourth
4: quarter game. Tomorrow, Mad Dog Unleash, quarter.
5: Michael Lombardi, regular spot. I can't spot. wait. I I done five, the is he on at 5 or 5.30 5.00. Uh, he's a little third. later Eddie, the ball. You know I never met he's, he's, he's you, bumped. Eddie. You know that. Erickson
3: bumped him. <laughs> Mad <laughs> Dog no, Unleashed Chris Russo. No, I
5: think he Chris bumped Russo. himself, if no. I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. But he's I, done him off. No, I, I, I got think. bumped. This is my former boss over at Mad Dog Unleashed. At least he fired me. Chris Russo. The show's going downhill from You wanted too much in The
4: show's going downhill from
2: here. I am athlete. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is the Lombardi line with Patrick Maher and Micah Lombardi, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: To pick up the pieces after the tor- we'll try to pick up the pieces after the tornado that just came through. By the way, the Big Game Betting Guide, I looked at it. It's, it's awesome. incredible. Make sure you check it out. When you sign up right now, you got the introductory offer, $9.99. Go to VSYN.com slash subscribe. But the Big Game Betting Guide, you don't have to do anything. We did it all for you. We got our favorite prop bets. Every host, producer, picks, guests, picks and bets. Brent Musburger's picks, Michael Lombardi's picks. It's all there. You can sign up right now for $9.99. slash subscribe. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Okay, we got you back here in Phoenix. That was a tornado that just came through the set, Michael Lombardi, yeah. named Chris Russo. And uh, again, the energy is incomparable. But I'll tell you this if you look to your right, you can see, and we're going to get to some news and notes. We've got a little bit of a respite before more guests come in, including Christian Watson. It's starting to get filled up over here. I think you saw one of your good buddies, uh, Rob Gronkowski, yeah, over to the right. He's just like
4: the Riddler. He's all in green over there. He's, like, ready to go. He's drawing a big crowd. So, yeah. He looks always, sharp. Yeah, there he is. You can see the energy. You know, the one thing when you come to a Super Bowl, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, those are the three days that really... When when the vibe starts to happen, right? Today it, is the day. The day's the day where it all begins, right? Everything starts to kind of get into. There's Dion behind you. Yeah, everything starts to start to flow, and all the all the celebrities come in, and, and you know the names of the players, and so yeah, it's all it's all it's all live the, now.
3: The HBC of Colorado, Dion Sanders just walked by us. So again, we're gonna keep you updated with what we're looking at. We've got a ton of guests coming on. Steve Levy's gonna join, Sage Rosenfels, Connor Haywood, Frank Caliendo. Got Remember back in the the day during the pandemic when we had Caliendo on oh, the show and the he was yeah. so funny he's so good so we're looking forward to that just a couple of news and notes uh, a guy that you're familiar with Derek Carr yeah. spent some time at dinner with Dennis Allen and the brass there with the New Orleans Saints Thought on that potential marriage. Well, you
4: know, look, uh, the quarterback market is going to be limited, right? So there's only, you know, this. Is, everybody thinks this draft is the answer when we know it's probably not. Right. And and you know, I again, I don't know who is the first quarterback. If you look at all the. The, if, you talk to, if you look at the mocks, everybody thinks Bryce Young is unanimous number one. If you talk to people in the industry, that's not the truth. So there's, there's that variance. And so, you know, where, how are you going to solve your problem? I think the Saints have always believed with Mickey Loomis and those that they are just a step away from winning right. this thing. So it makes sense for them to get Carr. Now, Dennis was there when they drafted Carr. He got fired in Carr's first season. And one thing I would say about Carr that I think is really important is he's got to go to a team with a good offensive line. I mean, yeah. He's got to go somewhere where he feels protected and Camaro in the backfield would help uh, how they orchestrate their offense. I think it's kind of going through a little bit of a flux. Ronald Curry interviewed in Denver. He's the receiver coach in New Orleans as the offensive coordinator for Sean Payton. I think how they work that staff will be interesting if they yep. let some coaches go to Denver especially if they let Pete Carmichael go to Denver if they reconstruct the staff. But you know Car gives them an opportunity to kind of compete at at that level if their defense can play as well. So it does make sense. You know, I think it's it, it'll be a either a late it'll be an early Saturday pick or maybe they can get a third out of it. Don't you think, Michael?
3: year two for Allen that cloud of Peyton no longer being there they can kind of settle in and do their
4: own thing yeah I mean now that Peyton's somewhere else because there were rumors yeah there was he's coming back what's he doing I think now that that's there I think he can kind of uh, get on with his own program he's kind of refixed his defense right so he's changed hired Joe Wood to be his defense coordinator both coordinators that he kind of had that co-coordinator situation with with uh Chris Richards, and then the coach who went to Atlanta. I think he kind of eliminated that. So now he can kind of run what he wants to run and move forward. So we shall see. I mean, look, Carr has value. You know, I think they're going to have to figure out that contract. I don't know who's paying the $40 million for three years. He has three years left at $40 million, so somebody's going to have to rework that deal. I'm sure New Orleans would, and it will get him a really friendly cap number, which New Orleans is going to need. Like you said, you got to have the perfect
3: offensive line, and he can get something done. He can be yeah. efficient. But other than that, you know, you're dealing with a limited player. That's just factual at this point in his career. He's, what, 31, 32 years old. Okay, question for you, and I don't know what you're hearing. You know, the musical chairs as far as quarterbacks this offseason, we talked about it, it's unprecedented. But I wanted to ask you in particular about the rookies coming up. I, without a doubt, would take Anthony Richardson. Right. I think he is by far the most talented. If you have somebody that can mold the quarterback, a, a la Andy Reid and others, you know, Dayball,
4: uh, Anthony Richardson has the potential to have the insane upside. He has insane upside, and he could also be the biggest bust, right? Because absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely. like it's, it's hit or miss no, here, you're 100% right? 100 right. And I would have felt a lot better. I was talking to somebody in the league the other day about he should have stayed in school. Look, I, 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 I think he definitely should have stayed in school, but he didn't. He's out there. We'll see where the goes I think ultimately you've got to you've got to really build an offense around his skill set you're gonna have to have something where he is really the six-back runner and he's a big man now let's not I mean this is Dante Culpepper big here this kid right I mean he's a big man who can do a lot of things he's got an arm he's just not accurate he doesn't read very well in terms of anticipation you know he hasn't really played in a pro system I thought he would have gotten better with Billy Napier down there at Florida. It, that didn't really happen. I thought he was a Heisman candidate. It didn't happen. Agreed. I thought he coming back next year. But the talent is too great to ignore. The talent is there. And it's going to take a special coach. It's going to take somebody to invest in him to say, okay, here I'm all in on this. I really believe this. I have a hard time thinking, here's my reality. Lamar went 32 in the draft. He had a much better collegiate career than Anthony Richardson did. And he went 32. What does that mean for Richardson? You said it. It
3: has to be the perfect spot. The upside's tremendous, but also the the tank opportunities or the tank potential is there as well. But... I'm not a Levis guy, the Kentucky quarterback. Bryce Young is small. You've talked about it. C.J. Stroud, a little sinewy, but he is a good 6'3". So it seems like it's the young, Michael. It's, it's Bryce Young. It's C.J. Stroud kind of dancing there with Will Levis looking on the outside. I'm just saying, potentially, with Anthony Richardson, you have there's something as far as the there's upside. There's a huge
4: upside, but it's interesting. So I did Chicago Radio earlier today, and we were talking about where are they with the first pick, right? I don't get a consensus that people are going just to give up everything to get Bryce Young. I agree. I think you could stay there and say, "Okay, I'm going to take Levis. I'm going to take C.J. Stroud. If you want Young, go ahead and do it." I, I think Chicago is going to get bluffed out of that. I think Chicago might just have to stay there. I think because you're right. it, uh, why would I trade up for something that I'm not sure it's a lock? You trade up for a lock. You trade up for right. I got to get I got to get this guy. And sometimes you trade up for the lock. It's not a lock. Goff, Wentz, they weren't locks. Both teams traded up to get those players, right? So sometimes yep. you trade up, and it's not a lock. But I think ultimately, this one is, to me, there's a lot of question marks. Do I want to give up a lot of assets for a 185-pound quarterback? And, and, and Bry- I think, look, I think Bryce Young is dynamically talented. I'm not, I'm not totally talking agree. about that. He is a great collegiate quarterback. But do I want to give up all that no. for... No. You know, for a 185-pound guy, I think I'm a little worried about that.
3: I'm right there with you. Okay, one thing that we're not going to be able to do because we've got guests. We've got Christian Watson, who had a great rookie year. Remember, he's really started to come on late in the year for the Packers. Uh, I know you heard this on with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady on the podcast they do with Jim Gray there on Mad Dog Unleashed and XM. I know you heard, but I, I'll tell you, uh, they had Bill Belichick on, a, a good friend of yours, as a guest. I thought he was really into the conversation. Yeah. Energetic. Let's go ahead, Elliot and play a little clip from Bill Belichick talking about Brady. You know,
1: Tom talks about how much he taught, I taught him in those meetings. But, you know, I learned so much from Tom because I, you know, I, I never played quarterback and I never saw the game through the quarterback's eyes. I saw it through a coach's eyes. And, and what Tom would tell me that he saw and how he saw it, it was incredible how during the game, you know, he'd come off and I'd say, what happened on that play? And, and he'd go through eight things that happened you know tackle flash in front of me this guy slipped i saw the linebacker drop wide safety was a little deeper than i thought he would be and you know then this guy stepped in front i kind of put it a little bit behind him because i saw this other guy closing and then you go back and look at the film and every one of those things happened in the exact sequence that he explained it to you on the field coming off i'm like this guy sees everything <laughs>
4: He's into it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's that so cool. But that's so perfect. So when I wrote about Peyton Manning for my new book, in, in the write-up, so I wrote up all 100 players in football done right, and I tried to take a unique approach on writing them up because how many, you know, these are great players. How much can you say they got great quickness or they got great speed, all that stuff, right? right. So what one of the things I wrote about Peyton Manning was his ability to see everything. He to me, there's a scene in in The Bourne Identity where Jason Bourne's in that rest stop with with the woman that he just met and kind of got a ride with and he comes in there he doesn't know who the hell he is but he knows that the guy right. the yeah, guy yeah. over yeah. At is, is is left-handed the the person in this car they sees everything yeah. that that's great quarterbacks they see everything and their eye level is always that's why yards per attempt is so important because you see that they're th- they 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 can throw the ball they want to throw it up the field that's tom you know that's tom he can see everything and and when he's not connected to the receiver in the right way it becomes a problem so i thought bill was and, he was- and look, but really they, good they both if you go deeper into the pod you'll they both talk about how they needed each other which I think is ultimately always been the story
3: and you saw it's just you could tell Tom was Really, really touched by what Bill was saying. It's it's a relationship that, you know, it's funny. They're always gonna be debated, Michael, who meant more to the team. They both meant the same. They
4: both meant the same and, and what? And both taught one another something. Bill but that's has, what Bill. That's what Bill but, just said. Because we don't see the game from the quarterback size. You know, I see the I see the game from the from this level down, from the press box down. Yes. I don't see it from the field up, field out.
3: That's a hard thing to do. Oh, that's a great point. Football done, right? That's the forthcoming book, Michael Lombardi. It is the Lombardi line live from Super Bowl fifty. 57 stud rookie Christian Watson Packers next here it's Vsin the sports betting network
4: this is the lombardi line with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi live from Phoenix the site of Super Bowl 57 on Vsin the sports betting network
3: Okay, Billy Walters is the Michael Jordan of sports betters. He reveals what's in his upcoming tell-all book, which is gonna be awesome, in a one-hour special tonight, right here on Vsin. So again, it's Musburger, and Billy Walters tonight on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Brent Musburger sat down with Walters this week to discuss his life growing up in Kentucky, his move out to Vegas, and becoming the biggest handicapper on the planet. Go to vsin.com for a sneak peek, including Walters' lean for Sunday's Super Bowl, and tune in for the full interview tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's important. That's Musburger and Walters as we welcome you back. Lombardi, I'm going to say this as we welcome in Christian Watson. And Michael, you've been in player personnel and scouting guys for a long time the new generation are the most polite guys yeah. you're ever get. like we were just talking to christian off the air and welcome christian thank you for joining us just so polite
6: and just good kids so it's nice to talk to you you know thank you thank you. i'm, Your I'm parents happy to be proud of you yeah well, no for sure for sure yeah, i hear no about doubt. it all the time you know sure, that i'm
3: sure you do and in the year we were just talking about born and raised in south tampa Yes, sir. That's exactly the same as Green Bay, Wisconsin, right? Yeah, no. It, it. <laughs> How did you
4: get to North Dakota?
6: Uh, that was my uh, only offer coming out of high school.
4: Really, So That's I mean, I, you know,
6: I want to say that you know I had options, but I mean, it, it really was my only option. But you know, obviously, it was a, it was a really good one for me.
4: Yeah, and, and you went up there, kind of just figuring, out, okay, I going to play. Did you think about ever transferring when you got up there? There's such a tr- dramatic difference between North Dakota and Tampa.
6: Um, I mean, by the time I had kind of, you know, like really, you know, bought in and established myself, you know, at that level, probably, you know, my second, my second, third year, I mean, I was, I was all in, you know, to that program, you know, the, the people that I had been around, the friends that I made, the teammates, and obviously, you know, the, the success at the school at that point. So, you know, I, I was bought in to that. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I had dreams and aspirations, you know, to play for, you know, that big, you know, power five school, but. Right. Um you know at that time in, in, in my life you know i was i was you know extremely happy where i was at and you know i think that you know every, everything that i wanted to do um you know was achievable uh right uh, there. there yeah no doubt um, so you know that's right why, that's, that's why a great I program
4: no it's a, such a great program and and obviously you grew into the program and and obviously it helped you become the better player that you are and i think sometimes you know changing schools may look good on the surface but but then you know you're changing one problem for another problem where yeah. you can grow in that
3: yeah no it did a great job and we were talking Michael and I before you came on what started to click around November where you started to feel comfortable maybe the speed of the game you started to get comfortable with it but you went on that run three touchdowns two touchdowns like right at the beginning of November what started to happen for you where it started to click.
6: Oh, uh, I think for me it was mainly just uh, I mean just, just put everything else aside you know I think there were so many ups and downs before that you know obviously. Uh, you know, regardless of you know how strong you are, you know mentally, yeah. physically, I mean that stuff starts you know weigh on you a little bit. Um and, I mean, it, it was definitely weighing on me. So, you know, there was, there was ups and downs along that road, you know, whether it was injuries or you know, just not having the success that I wanted to have up to that point. Uh, but now I just kind of got to the point that, you know, I, I've been doing this all my life. You know, I feel like I'm able to, to do it at this level, and, I, and I've seen flashes of it. I just need to go out there and, and just be me. Uh, so, you know, I think that, that you know, confidence kind of just built up in me. And, 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 you know, I just went out there and started playing free and, and, just, and just being who I am. And I think it really started to show, obviously, uh, later in the season there. Yeah, you incredible. know, the,
4: the hardest thing for receivers is because where they come from, they don't see a lot of press. You don't see that guy in your face all the time who's just jamming the hell out of you and you've got to get into your route and you've got to work your route and get the, the stem into the right spot. And then when you get to the top of the stem, you've got to be able to in control. To me, when I watched you play, you kind of were growing into that. And by the middle of the year, you know, you kind of got there. And, you know, one thing when you're playing with a quarterback like Rodgers, you got to earn his trust because he's not throwing you the ball unless he trusts you. You know, so you had 61 targets, you got 40 some catches, seven touchdowns. So you could see he started to trust you, and a lot right. of that probably happened on the practice field, right? Yep. Yep. You know where you felt like you were getting this, and it was coming along with you.
6: Uh, you know, so I mean, I think the main thing for me and gaining that trust with 12 was. Um, uh, Something that held me back was obviously not participating in training camp with uh, the surgery that I had had before the season. Uh, so, you know, I think I missed out on a lot of that, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of that those reps on the field, you know, I, I think that you have to go out there and, and, and show him before he, I mean, it's, you know, you could have all the stats in college yeah. and, every, and everything that you want, but until you know, you, he sees it himself in, uh, in person, in practice. Uh, I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to trust you. Uh, so you know, I think missing out on that was, you know, a big factor in that. And I just think, you know, as I was able to continue to show him and stay healthy and be healthy. Uh, you know that connection just kept on growing
4: no doubt no And doubt. Michael
6: to your point the targets starting in November 8
3: 6 6 7 6 8 5 like they started to go up and once the productivity matched the target so we yeah. just needed looks that being Christian Watson joining us here on the Lombardi line do you love it I know this is a weird question but you're 6 5 two, 10, just a physical freak and that's in
6: a um, I mean that in a good way but do you love the game do you love playing it yeah no I mean yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything else that I'd rather be doing in, in this world than, that's than playing awesome. football i uh, I've been playing football since I was four years old um and and my love and my passion for the game has only grown uh you know more and more um, so i mean this this is exactly what I want to be doing I wouldn't rather be doing anything else and and you know the competitive nature in me just just wants to continue to see myself get better uh, and you know, I think you know just continuing to try to you know level up and level up is is you know the only way that I can you know continue to compute myself and and, prove to myself that I I can be the player that I want to be.
4: You know, one of the things I learned from the great coach Bill Walsh, who drafted Jerry Rice, you know, he said the first year will teach the players the system, the next year will develop the skills within the system. Jerry Rice had nine drops his rookie year that were critical and cost the team a lot, but he was able to spend his offseason really working on his craft. What will you do this offseason to kind of take your game to the next level?
6: You know, I mean, I think I think perfecting um, you know the nuances of my game will be, will be huge. Um, you know, whether that's well including you know just having that consistency with catching you know making sure that you know the tracking is there you know just to consistency, you know it's like clockwork out there you know I want it to be like clockwork out there you know i am be able to you know think about what I'm what I'm doing after the catch without you know being distracted about you know while I'm catching the ball and just continuing to find ways to create more separation you know I think speed is speed is huge for me you you know I think I am able to use that speed to create separation once once I open up a little bit but you know if I if I can find ways to you know create more separation off the line or you know explosiveness you know, at the top of my routes. Um, and then just obviously, you know, continuing continuing down the field, um, you know, whether that's pumping my arms more, just, you know, practicing, just, you know, having yeah. my shoulders turned having bringing the eyes back, um, you know, I think that'll be huge for me. So, you know, just, just those couple little nuances, I think that'll help me create more separation and, and be more consistent. H-
4: have you found one receiver that you watch in the league that you want to emulate? Have you kind of studied that? I mean, to me, all great receivers have a guy that they go to to learn to study routes. I mean, you can see the route tree from when Rice played to when Tim Brown and all these great receivers have you found one that you watch all the time Uh,
6: recently it's definitely uh, been Julio Jones Um, you know he was a receiver that I really looked up to growing up Uh, you know obviously a bigger body you know great speed um, and just you know a dominant presence when he's on the field uh, and I, you know, as I've been watching his tape more, uh, you just kind of see his his, expo- his explosiveness is there in like, every aspect of of his game. Uh, you know, I think a big thing for me this past season was, um, you know, I could kind of see myself. You know, when I'm looking back for the ball, I kind of have a drop off in my speed. It kind of helps the defender get back. Uh, when I watch Julio, I see, you know, he turns his head, but it seems like he's almost getting faster as, yeah. as he's you know tracking that ball in the air. Um, so, I mean, there's little things that I see him doing that I, that I can see myself doing. Um, and I, you know I definitely definitely watch that well, a lot.
4: Once of you learn to catch the ball with your feet, you'll become faster. Mm -hmm. You know, Julio catches it with his feet because he runs to the ball. He doesn't look for the ball. It's like a great center fielder. When you learn to catch the ball with your feet, then all of a sudden it really, you separate yourself and, and people don't always understand that. They think that, you know, you catch the ball with your hands. No, you catch the ball with your feet. Mm -hmm. And I think once you do that, your speed starts to become become a factor and and then they can't really get a track on you.
6: Yeah, no, I agree.
3: By the way, we're talking about how great Phillies. Christian Watson joining us. We're talking about how great Phillies defense is. You're not really concerned Well that. maybe your best game of the year. You had a 63-yarder, you had a touchdown, you had 110 yards, six targets, four receptions. The secondary, what stands out to you about the Eagles?
6: Um, I mean, I would say, I mean, they're they're just a a physical, aggressive, and, and, you know, dominant in, in the secondary and up front. Um, you know, I think that they have uh, guys with you know extremely great technique in, in their secondary, um, and I mean they're gonna they're gonna make you uh, you know use your weapons uh, as much as possible, and, and you know some and a lot of the time they're gonna be you know guarded up or they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be on you anyways. Um, so you know, I, I think that their secondary is. is you know, really good, really physical, um, and they're and they're going to make KC play. Do they talk trash? Yeah, uh, they do. Yeah, Darius I mean, no, Slate doesn't do. stop, does yeah. he? Yeah, no, they definitely do. They <laughs> definitely
4: do. So let me ask you: uh, You're not going to go into the hole with with Aaron. You're not doing a four day thing. Are oh you? no, I'm
6: not. I'm not doing a gonna day day do day that hole. one. Yeah, you're not
4: going to be Andy Dufresne and go down that tunnel, no. Uh,
6: no, I'm not. That's, that's 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 a smart play for
4: you. I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think you <laughs> yeah, probably need to stay out of that. Keep the lights on. You know, I know you're going to get asked a ton of questions about him, but you know, one of the things is great players like you play with that, it, it cherish the moment because it's sometimes, this, you know, we all think every quarterback's like that. Mm-hmm. For whatever happens in that tunnel, to me, you played with one of the greatest of all time.
6: Oh, no, I, I agree completely. Um, you know, through the ups and downs of this season, you know, through the hate and through the love, um, you know, I think I, that I learned a lot from 12, and I'm, I'm definitely grateful to have played yeah. with him, and I hope I can, you know, continue to if, if that's what he chooses. Yeah,
4: we just hope that sun shines on the Packers brightly right yeah, there when that, he comes
6: that's, out. That's well put. Uh,
3: Christian you can catch him fourth annual Twitch streamer bowl with proceeds going to charity great good job, job. Christian fans can tune in live today 3 p.m. Mountain time also tomorrow Christian's going to be involved with the Nike youth camp in Phoenix so good kid I told you when he sat down just a polite good person you like to see it Christian Watson stay healthy and thank you appreciate thank it. you thank so you. much Christian yep, thank we you. appreciate that's you a, that's a good kid right there Connor Hayward's going to join us next year as we continue to broadcast live from Phoenix Super Bowl 57 This is the Lombardi line.
1: I think
4: Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one
6: on one contest. Yeah, because you got to think. Love he's it. going to guard.
5: He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top not of
4: it. like that. See that?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella to Point Game. I remember mean, you came out from crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock.
1: He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because you didn't it? Check
2: out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is the Lombardi Line with Patrick Maher and Micah Lombardi. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57, on vSEN, the sports betting network.
3: Okay, good job, Ken. Good job, Dez, Elliott. Just want to give a quick shout. John Goulet, Dustin Swedelson, all doing a great job. Connor Hayward may join us, Michael Lombardi. We're yeah. going to get him. Uh, I'm... And Michael Lombardi, of course, Lombardi Line broadcasting live from Phoenix. I'm Patrick Maher. This is v Sin, the Sports Betting Network. I, I was his dad. I was a huge fan of Ironhead.
4: Oh yeah, Hayward, yeah he played for Mike Gottfried at Pitt, and and obviously was a really close friends with Mike. Still am. Mike lives down in Mobile, Alabama, and uh, so I would go to a lot of Pitt games and watch the badass.
3: Watch, yeah, he was he was a badass.
4: The I asked Chris uh, Russo, who
3: started off the show, and Michael's going to be on with Russo tomorrow on Mad Dog Unleashed, but I asked him this question, and I haven't really got a feel for you. I feel like you have a pretty good idea of the matchup. Yeah. Do the teams excite you? Do the Chiefs-Eagles excite you? I Most think,
4: people saying they're the two best teams. They obviously. are the two best teams. And I, Look, I never really got into them. I'm t- like, I know – you know, Chris, Christopher's tired of the Eagles, and he's tired of, you know, like, I'm not, really. I, it's I like It's football. I like <laughs> yeah. the games. I think these are the two teams that endured the test of time, which is a marathon, right? The NFL's not a sprint. It's a marathon. You got to, you know, it's a video game. You got to j- go through certain hurdles to get to where you have to go to. People say, well, the Eagles played a soft schedule. I called it the Gonzaga schedule. Nothing you could do about it. I mean, that's who they played. That's who was on the schedule. You had to face that. So life moves on. And uh, for me, I think it was you know, they, they showed where they are and what they did to me, which is impressive, is their coach got better from his disastrous first press conference to where he is today. And their quarterback got better from the time he got benched in a championship college game to where he is today. So they are all about that level of improvement that's going on. And I think that's something to be talked about.
3: And we talked about it on Monday. It's a line freeze. It's one and a half, Michael. And, and what I mean by a line freeze is take a look at the vigorous, the juice. It's 110 up and down yeah. in every book. That evened out as well, because remember, there was a little juice headed Philly's way. The percentages over at BetMGM Money, 75% tickets all over Philly. Yet we're not seeing that number jump up to two. I don't think we're moving by no, the way. No, we're not the, moving. Because I, I think
4: you know, when we'll talk to Thomas Gable and Jick Jack, and we'll do our rounds, and and you know, I saw Johnny Avella, you know, the, today at the hotel. I mean, this the money's even on both sides, so the book doesn't need to really do anything. They're getting a balance sheet here, so they got people betting both sides of the aisle, which is what what is what a book wants. They they want to be able to spread it out, and the reason they move the line is because they're trying to create some movement on the other side this game I don't think it has to I was surprised it opened up with the Chiefs as the favorite that to me didn't make sense but now it's flipped back to where I think it is the right line it's kind of right where I have it as well.
3: Yeah I would say Michael if there's been any movement and to be fair on the total it's not drastic movement open 51 dipped down to 50 and a half and now a couple of shops showing 51 with others showing 50 and a half. I, I, I got to be honest. I think we're going to see points. I really I do, too. do. I, I, I do do too. really do.
4: I mean, I, I don't think this is... Look, the last time they played back in in 2021 in Philadelphia. The Chiefs only had eight, possess- eight possessions. One possession was a kneel down, so they had seven. They scored six touchdowns, you know, and they had one interception. They never punted. Do I think it's that game? No. No. I think the Eagles are much better defensively than they were that day. Jonathan Gannon is a much better coach that today than he was at that game. He played zone. He didn't really have the rush to be able to create that movement, but but I think now he's got a better team in, with him. So I, I do think we'll see, But we're still going to see points because, look, Andy Reid's a really good offensive coach. You know, you're not going to beat Andy Reid 17-14. You know, now if you can beat him 27-24, but you're not going to beat him 17-14. Yep, The
3: 50-and-a-half, 50 51, depending on the book. Well, Connor Hayward's going to join. Sage Rosenfeld, Steve Levy, got plenty to do here on the Lombardi Line. Visa and the Esports Betting Network wanted to ask you, I'm sure you saw it. You guys were out. I didn't. I didn't get the invite. I know Goulet. No, you I know Sweden. No, no, I know Millie, no don't I know, lie. I know, I know the, big the guy. You got the invite. You
4: got the I, invite I, last I, night. I, I you chose. You one upped us and went to a better party. I co- That's I could what not, you did. I
3: could not find my crew yesterday. Yeah. But while it was happening, you saw the trades go down. So Durant goes to the Suns. A prior, the Super Bowl. Excuse me. The championship odds for the Suns were 18 to one. He jumps over to the Suns.
4: It's four. They're four and a half to one now to win a championship. You know, I mean, I woke up to it this morning, Patrick. When I got back to the hotel room, I, see I, it. I did. I, when I got back to the hotel, I watched the end of your Sixer game. Naturally, they lost. They, of course, they lost because they run pick and roll with a <laughs> seven foot two uh, huge man who's trying to shoot eighteen foot jumpers yes. when they need two points. Yes. Like, why can't and he? was winded. At why the can't he go into the low post and question. dominate? Like, why is it we're running high pick and roll when he has to get into the low post? Somebody explain this. To me, it's a good question. Okay, like if that's the case, so forget that. I mean, I, he was uh, and he was winded at the end. Oh, he was on. exhausted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. you that's know, unfortunate. Like, like it's exhausted, but there's a ton of trades today. Crowder just got traded to Milwaukee, which is Milwaukee's been after Crowder for a while, and they weren't able to get him from Phoenix State. I think they sent five number two picks to the Nets. I mean, how are the Nets going to have all these picks? Here's the thing I think that we should discuss the Ben Simmons factor of clearing out the house is real. What like, do you mean? What do you mean? Well, by that? I mean when they put when they traded Harden for Simmons it was supposed to be the three of them, right? Right. Now Simmons now is on his own. Now Simmons all is on his own. Mines. He's all by himself. I mean, where is he going to go? I wouldn't be surprised if they shipped him out if somebody would take him.
3: Hey, to be fair, as you take a look at the details, uh, T.J. Warren, who's a good player, and Kevin Durant go to the Suns. Think about this: Matt Ishbia bought the team. 12 hours later, he made one of the biggest trades in NBA yeah. history. The new I mean, owner James of the Suns, the
4: general manager of the team, obviously been working on something. I mean, Mikael Bridges should have been a 76er. Bridges that is was great. a disaster, right? I love Zaire the Smith, we trade Zaire Smith for a pick. That was a disaster, right? Four first-round picks. They got so many of the 76ers' first-round picks. I mean, the Sixers are locked. They're not going to be able to make a move because they can't do anything. So, look. Durant's one of the greatest players of all time. I mean, there's nobody that I, I, I like watching play more than Kevin Durant. I just enjoy his game, the the pureness of his shot. I mean, t- you know, some people don't remember the great Bob McAdoo. McAdoo you know, McAdoo good and, one. and Durant were so similar in how they played. But, you know, again, and the Lakers are still making moves. I mean, they were able to dump Westbrook. you got to give Will Hill some credit for being able to make that move there from uh, Connecticut, you uh, know?
3: To, to be fair, I'm not giving Will Hill any credit. Okay. Like, just that's your boy, I yeah. know. He was texting me yesterday. Yeah about Rihanna? And whether or not I
4: had any props
3: I could get oh down my on, not Rihanna uh, doing I mean, the, the halftime show. Degenerate.
4: I mean, he's already betting Major League Baseball. That's a level that you don't want to get to. If you're in a front office and you've got a guy like Durant,
3: he's 34, going to be 35 in September. You're giving up four first-rounders unprotected. You're giving up Mikel Bridges, a really good young player. But you know what you have? You have that core, Michael. You have Durant. You have Paul. You have well, I mean, it's Durant and Booker. I mean, Paul's book- not yeah, the yeah, same ma- player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and you know, Ayton. and Aiton is and an, an anchor. You
4: got a big guy in there, so it's really you're basically saying we got Booker and we got we got Durant and, and whatever we get out of Chris Paul because we fair. know come playoff time no, Chris Paul he probably tired. he's not going to be the same player anyway. He so gets tired. you put your chips in the middle of the table. I mean, so did the but look the Mavericks did too. The Mavericks go into the Clippers last night and win. Kyrie scores Kyrie 24 without Luca. I know. Without Luca, Kyrie played well. I watched it. Without Luca, you know, so I, I, the West is an interesting dynamic of all the things that are going on. What's Danny Ainge going to do with all these picks but in Utah? To your point, I think what the general managers, both
3: Phoenix and Dallas, they said the West is wide open. Wide open. Think about if, if you're in a front office and you're looking around, you get one opportunity, maybe a couple opportunities in a career. You got to go for it. Yeah. You
4: got to, go, and that's what
3: I think these GMs think are doing. The, it's wide open.
4: I think there's no doubt they went for it. And this is look, we're in Phoenix. I mean, this is huge. And by I mean, the way. The
3: stadium, do you know from where we sit, if we walked out the door that way, I know on radio this doesn't work, but if you walk out the door that way, what I love about a downtown is when the stadiums are there. The Arizona Cardinals play about 25 minutes outside, but you can have the Suns right here. You've got the Diamondbacks right over here. It's It's walkable.
4: It's a great downtown. It is really an awesome downtown. you got... Pizza Bianca downtown too, so that does <laughs> that helps everything, right?
3: the, the big guy what it, it, it was it as good as I heard? Now this is a this is a travel show pizza eatery, right? Yeah. This is like a big It was deal. as
4: good as advertised, yeah. I think it was okay. as good as advertised. That's good to I don't know. think there's no doubt about it. And it was we had a great time and there was nothing left when we left. There was uh, nothing on the plates when we left. I, I do think though, look that the Suns they go all in. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers try to rally today and do something. I mean, they lose to the Mavericks last night, and Luka didn't play. No, and George played, and so did Ka- Kawhi. So play, And they lost. I mean, so to me, there's something there. I, the one of the things that happens in the NBA is it's truly an arms race, and and everything's about the next day. So we'll see what happens. That's with the a sunset. big cut, though, from 18 to one down to four and a half to one. Look, I think it was a you know, look, they, they it was a move they wanted to make, and you that there was talk about Durant this offense Season, but you give up. They got a good package for him. I mean, Bridges, it's going to be interesting how this all that. Well, think about also. going to have to get rid of players today. They have too many oh, players. Oh, of course, you're 100% and T.J. right. T.J. Warren can light it up coming well, off like the bench. I like T.J. Then. Warren as a player. And he don't play any defense, but he can light it well, up so now. Shot
3: to NC State. There are quarterbacks. I don't know if you want to call them tweeners, but Sage Rosenfeld was one of those guys where teams believed, you know what? I think he could be a six, seven-year starter. And he was right on that periphery. He's going to join us coming up here on the Lombardi line as we
4: continue along from Radio Row here in Phoenix. Good player. Yeah, it was a good player. Good player. And we can ask him about Brock. And it's a little bit about being quick. I mean, Sage was a very smart player and in the system that he needed to. And accuracy was the key, you know, Cerebral. smart and
3: accuracy. Yeah, that's
4: that, that always that's a good combination for any quarterback. Yep. Cerebral.
3: So he's going to join us live from and a great job with the set. DraftKings and Vison in unison. I think we've got we're competitive here. I think Ken would agree. We've got the best set at Radio Rose. We got Bowl good 57. real estate, too. They gotta we got to walk by us. We got to walk by us. everybody's got to come through <laughs> DraftKings and Vison We're coming back with Sage Rosenfeld's next here. Live from Super Bowl 57, it's Vsin, the Sports Betting Network.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: 18 plus.